Welcome to Tuesday's Morning Show Podcast, because you deserve a better morning. Surprisingly, Big Pharma is giving us big news, and it's good. We'll talk about that in the core four. And cats in Maine are in trouble with the law. Welcome to the Morning Show Podcast. My name is Anthony. I'm Carla Marie, and today is Thursday, March 2nd, 2023. The core four. The four headlines you need to know. Americans pay more for insulin than any other country, and second place isn't even close. We pay four times more than Chile, and that's the number two country on the list, and almost ten times as much as our northern neighbors in Canada, which is why yesterday's news from the drug maker Eli Lilly is such a big deal. The company announced it would cap the out-of-pocket cost for the diabetes medication at $35. The drug company also announced their price change would take effect immediately. Eli Lilly is one of three insulin producers that make up about 90% of the world's insulin market. So hopefully, by limiting the out-of-pocket cost for their product, that will force the other two companies to do the same. The move by Eli Lilly follows one of the more popular parts of the Biden administration's Inflation Reduction Act that capped insulin costs for seniors on Medicare at $35. The plan announced by Eli Lilly is for people with private insurance, but The company said people without insurance would be eligible for the same price if they sign up with Eli Lilly's copay program. The announcement from the drug maker was applauded by the American Diabetes Association and the president. After the Inflation Reduction Act was passed, many people still wanted the government to regulate the cost of insulin outside of people under Medicare. So the move by the company is a smart one that might hold off further government regulation by voluntarily capping out-of-pocket costs. Back in 2018, the average vial of insulin cost about $98 here in America compared to $12 in Canada. And 30% of Americans with diabetes here in America rely on insulin made by Eli Lilly. New York is paying millions of dollars to George Floyd protesters who were arrested, detained, or subjected to force by police officers in 2020. In the settlement, each of the hundreds of demonstrators will receive at least $21,500. This case was specifically for people who were involved in demonstrations on June 4th, 2020 at the Mott Haven section of the Bronx. The plaintiffs alleged that the NYPD arrested and charged the protesters without probable cause and subjected them to excessive force as part of a planned police action involving some of the most senior members of the NYPD. An extra $2,500 will be paid to each protester who was given a desk appearance ticket by the NYPD because they had to receive fingerprinting, photographing, and a criminal history check, which then caused an open criminal record until dismissal. Protesters will have six months to accept or oppose the settlement. Attorneys for the protesters said they believe it to be the highest per-person settlement in a mass arrest class action lawsuit in New York City history. Federal authorities have arrested a man for allegedly bringing an explosive to Lehigh Valley Airport. Monday morning, the suspect checked his bag to board a flight from Lehigh Valley Airport in Pennsylvania, headed to Orlando. That's when TSA agents doing a routine inspection found a small device, powder, and two fuses wrapped in wax paper and plastic wrap in the lining of his bag, along with other items like a lighter and a drill. According to reports, the explosive device was flammable but not operational in the luggage, but when the suspect was paged over the airport's PA system to come to the security desk, the cameras showed him leaving the airport after hearing his name called. 
Authorities later arrested the suspect in his home, and he's due in court today. Let's travel over to Maine for our final core four, where a proposed law regulating outdoor cats has some people hissed off. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> I did it. The bill aims to add cats to Maine's current animal trespass law. In the state of Maine, an owner cannot let their animal enter or remain on someone else's property. They also cannot leave their animal unattended on any local, county, or state road. This means that someone could get fined between $50 to $500 if their outdoor cat roams onto someone's property. One state representative who admitted that she loves cats and has to said that cats are getting a free and unfettered pass for the harm they do to bird populations. And she's not wrong. Cats kill between 1.3 and 4 billion birds each year in the U.S. alone. During a public hearing in Maine, there were many doubts. One former police officer was skeptical as to how they would enforce the law. A farmer who has 10 barn cats brought up the question about feral cats. Shelter officials are worried that if they pass this law, they'll be inundated with cats that were scooped up due to trespassing. And one veterinarian feared then there would be more euthanizations. But even opponents of the bill do agree that people who let their cats outside need to be more educated about the danger their pet poses to birds. Yeah, when it comes to birds, I guess one could say that cats are the perfect killers. You really had to add your own in there? Mine mm, wasn't enough? Nope. <laughs> hope for humanity. Even when the news sucks, there's still hope. Did you know that almost 98% of your moisturizer is water? Mm, I kind of did. Same goes for sunblock, shampoo, conditioner, and a lot of cosmetics. That means if you've got a giant bottle of Head & Shoulders or Lubriderm in your bathroom, 98% of that bottle is water. It's stupid. And you might be asking yourself, but Anthony, what does the water in my moisturizer have to do with hope for humanity? Well, I'm glad you asked, Carla Marie. Turns out researchers have figured out a way to remove the water from those products. The result would be small sheets of paper or a jar that looks like it's filled with confetti. And when you add a few drops of water to that product at home, boom, you've got moisturizer, lotion, shampoo, whatever you need. And that process could significantly reduce the carbon footprint of the shipping industry responsible for hauling all of those products on boats and trains all over the globe. It would reduce the weight and size of cosmetic packaging, allowing for more product to be placed in one shipment while still weighing less than the original bulky bottles that we use today. So hopefully, soon, we'll be able to properly moisturize, I know how important you think that is, Carla Marie, and reduce our carbon footprint. So there are already companies using this technology, and there are a few of them. My only issue with them is they're super expensive. Mm -hmm. So I'm hoping that this will actually cause more and more companies to do this, and then it'll bring down the cost. What I'll do is either for tomorrow or next week, go through, search a bunch of them, and I'll add them to what's trending. You know, like any technology, when it's first implemented, it is a little more expensive. And then as more and more people use it and more and more companies get on board, it becomes cheaper and cheaper. Give me the soap sheets. When you're done listening to this podcast, or if your phone is in your hand right now, go to Instagram, where you probably already were, and follow us. It's at Carla Marie and Anthony. We post clips of our live shows on there, so it's always the best parts. Uh, updates about the podcast. We share links on our stories. If you tag us and post, we reshare them. So go follow us there. It's at Carla Marie and Anthony.
Let's play Cover Lovers. All the songs you know and love, but different. Classic rock songs that sound like video games. This is crazy. That is the <laughs> theme is... for today's Cover Lovers. These are some of the biggest classic rock songs like you're ever going to hear. All highly recognizable, but they are done in an 8-bit sound, Jeez. which will sound like an old Mario game. How basically. retro. How, exactly. <laughs> I just went full retro today. Carla Marie, please introduce our contestants. Coming to us from our home state of New Jersey, we have brother and sister competitors, Jessa and Joe Marie. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. So, Jessa, you signed you guys up. Yes. Do you think you will beat your brother? Like, what is the sibling rivalry here? Do you guys wager anything? What's going on? Um, so I was thinking about this and really it's about bragging rights. Um, because I think I know music better than my brother, but I could be wrong. I don't know. He's he can prove me wrong. So he has a chance to. So here's the interesting thing. Now, obviously, this is a podcast, so no one can see you, but we can see you because we're recording on Zoom. And your brother has a full sleeve of tattoos. Mm -hmm. And every time I see someone with a full sleeve of tattoos, I just assume they know a lot of rock music. So hopefully that works out in your favor. (laughs) Really? Yeah, that's the that's the stereotype (laughs) that I make is like if you have a sleeve, you know, music. Okay. well, (laughs) we're going to find out. Round one, we are going to start with Jessa. Are you ready for your first cover lover's clue? Yes, I'm ready. I got it. Okay. Uh, Jesse's girl, Rick Springfield. Yes. Two points. Jesse's girl. Jamari, did you not know that one? You... Wow. Okay, okay. All right, Joe Marie, are you yeah. ready for your first clue in Cover Lovers? I'm ready. Let's do it. Here's the downfall. I know it's I have the tiger. I have okay. no idea who the artist is, though. So I knew this this had the potential yeah. to yep. make someone slip up. So you know the artist, or you don't know the artist, but you know, obviously, it is I have the tiger. So there's one point. Carla Marie, do you know the uh, artist? It's Survivor. Survivor. Yeah. Hey, at least you got one point. That means your sister can't steal it from you. Exactly. Yes. Everyone kind of just knows it as the song from Rocky. I think that's how everyone knows the song. <laughs> All right. On to round two. Jessa, here is your second cover lover's clue. I know when I hear the song, I'm going to realize what it is. Uh, That's like the worst feeling. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, I want to say it's Green Day, but I don't think that's right. Well, do you want to throw out a possibility (laughs) of a uh, song title as well? (laughs) Um, American Idiot. (laughs) Two points for Green Day. 
I knew you were going to do it too. I was hoping you teased me. I was hoping, oh my gosh, she doesn't know it. She doesn't know it. I okay. know it. So are we at a time in our lives now where Green Day is uh-huh. classic rock? I knew that was going to trigger a lot of people. But here's the thing. If you do listen to some classic rock st- radio stations yeah. around the country, they're playing play Green Day. Day. It's, oh, God. It's a little heartbreaking. I know. We're old. I'm going to let everyone just <laughs> regain their composure after that truth bomb we just dropped. Okay. Now, on to the second part of round two. Let's do it. Smells like Teen Spirit Nirvana. There we go. (laughs) All right. Another song that triggers people when you consider it (laughs) classic rock. All right. So here's how this is going to work for the third round, which I say for every single game, the rounds get harder. So round three is the hardest round. Jessa, if you get both the artist and the title correct here, you win the game. You lock it up. If you only get one, you leave a pathway for your brother to not only tie, but beat you. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> All right. The pressure okay. is on. The sibling bragging rights are on the line. Here <laughs> is your third clue for cover lovers. Sorry, Joe Murray. It's Jump by Van Halen. Oh, there we go. Well, congratulations, Jessa. You are our champion for cover lovers with the most retro game we've played yet. Yeah. So does that mean now he has to get his tattoos covered up, Anthony? Yeah, I think so. I think you're not allowed to. Until you come back on this game and redeem yourself. uh, We're going to start setting up some tattoo removal sessions for you. Yeah, that's just what we're going to do. Actually, we were supposed to get sibling tattoos, and he has his part. I never got mine yet. Well, what the heck? <laughs> Wait, what is the sibling tattoo supposed to be? Um, each other's birth dates. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> well, what the heck? You need to go get yours, Jessa. That's so rude. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's about, like, five years <laughs> delayed. Overdue. Jeez, well, girl. thank you guys for making time with us. Hopefully, you make time for that tattoo. And shout out to Bergen <laughs> County, New Jersey, yes. where both of you guys are at right now. Yes, thank you. Oh, nerds. Nerd news. Because there's a little nerd in all of us. This nerd news is for travelers and people who are scared of flying. I have the safest spot to sit on an airplane. Okay. A time investigation looked into aircraft incidents with both fatalities and survivors. They found 17 flights with seating charts that could actually be analyzed. The oldest flight was from 1985 and the most recent was from 2000. So seats in the back of the aircraft have a 32% fatality rate compared with the middle third Mm -hmm. of seats. They have 39% and then the front third has 38%. So you don't really want to sit in the middle, Okay, which is where I normally end up. I love sitting in the middle. I know. Then they analyzed by row position and found that the middle seat in the back of the aircraft is the best outcome Mm. at a 28% fatality rate. The worst seat is the aisle in the middle third of the cabin. That is really, that is my seat. 
Yeah, I like that same area of the plane, but I sit on the window side. And that's normally actually where you get the least amount of turbulence. So it's counterintuitive, I guess. Well, and it goes without saying that sitting near an exit will always get you off the plane faster of course. in the event of a crash. But the chances of dying in an aircraft accident have less to do with where you sit on a plane and more to do with the circumstances of the actual crash. And just a reminder, in 2019, there were about 70 million flights globally and only 287 fatalities. Your odds of dying in an airplane are about 1 in 205,552, while your odds of dying in a car are 1 in 102. Remember that mom and everyone else in my family who is scared of flying. We are live again on the Carla Marie and Anthony show today, live on Twitch, 8 o'clock on the West Coast, 11 o'clock on the East Coast. But Carla Marie, you were telling me the Tuesday show, you said a lot of people were reaching out to you about that show specifically. Yeah, apparently it was our best show ever. People why were why like, is that? They just kept going back to rewatch it because they were laughing and they just couldn't believe how funny I was that day. So I feel like you added that last part. <laughs> I don't know if that's why people were responding. It really was a fun show. It's like almost 90 minutes long Mm -hmm. and people really did love it. We shared a bunch of clips on our Instagram as well. But you know what? There's nothing better than watching it live. So hopefully we will recreate that magic today. And it is totally free to join us while we're live. Again, 8 o'clock on the West Coast in the morning, of course. 11 o'clock on the East Coast. Twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony. It may not be important, but we're all talking about it. Let's get to an understanding. My job is to cover ridiculous things that arise in pop culture. So in short, I'm just doing my job. This is Pop Stop. The NYPD is looking for Travis Scott after he allegedly punched a sound engineer at a New York nightclub. The 52-year-old engineer said he and Travis had been in a verbal altercation before Travis punched him in the face with a closed fist. Travis is also accused of causing $12,000 of damage to a speaker and video screen as he fled the scene. Travis's attorney says he's working with law enforcement and the club and is confident Travis will be cleared of any wrongdoing. Well, I'm pretty sure I know where to find Travis Scott, Carla Marie. How do you know? Well, because this weekend, he's actually the headliner at Rolling Loud in, in L.A. Oh, not if the NYPD gets <laughs> so him. So if they don't find him by this weekend... I think they could just call LAPD and be like, hey, we're looking for that guy that's on stage right now. This will be fun to watch. What's trending? The thing you didn't know you needed until Carla Marie told you about it. I was never a primer girl when it came to makeup, but then I got Milk Makeup's primer as a bridesmaid gift for our friend Sam's wedding, and it's amazing. Now, Anthony, I don't know if you know this, but primer goes on after your moisturizer and other skincare products, but before your makeup. No, the extent of my cosmetic knowledge is what I told you in Hope for Humanity. 98% of your moisturizer is water. Thank you for that reminder. So primer helps keep your makeup intact for long periods of time. We, for example, start our days pretty early, and if I have to shoot a video or do anything in the afternoon, the last thing I want to do is reapply my makeup. So I've been using Milk's Hydro Grip Hydrating Primer. And it's made such a difference because it literally grips your makeup in place for up to 12 hours and it's not sticky. This is why I have a beard. If I just cover up (laughs) half my face, I don't have to worry about it. I put a link at themorningshowpodcast.com if you even care about this primer at all anymore, but I really do swear by it. The Morning Show Podcast. I listen to you guys every morning with Carla Marie and Anthony. One more sleep, Carla Marie. Until? Until we can officially kick off your birthday weekend with the Friday show. So hopefully you are back here tomorrow. I don't know what we're going to do on this podcast, but it'll still kick off your birthday weekend. So that would be nice. Uh, But we are celebrating 
the end of episode 251, which brings us to area code 251. Carla Marie? Mobile, Alabama. So this is what I like about Mobile, Alabama. If you want to find the USS Alabama, the battleship named after the state, you would go to Mobile, and it's right there in their port. Anthony, do you know what the USS Alabama is from? Well, it's a battleship from World War II. Okay, I was just quizzing you, making sure. Thank you for hanging out with us on the Morning Show podcast. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast. That goes a long way in helping us on our mission of becoming huge podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're still pretty big already, which is kind of cool. Yeah, but like one time I'd like to go to an award show for podcasting. I think we're supposed to nominate ourselves for those. Oh, well, I certainly will not be doing that. No. I think that's why we're just not going to get awards. What if I nominate you and you nominate me? Okay, find out where to nominate us, okay. Carla and then we'll, we'll okay. go from there. Thank you for hanging out with us. Hopefully, we will see you back here tomorrow morning for the Friday show. Thanks for listening to the Morning Show Podcast. Catch Carla Marie and Anthony live on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony. 